Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for must be a Wednesday as it's always a Wednesday. You got headphones right there, brother. I got to turn this on. Am I on? Nope. Joe will take care of you. Our fantastic producer. I got you. You're hot. You're live. Yep. But if you plug those things in, it's a smaller, smaller hole. So put the the smaller stick in the smaller hole. We're off the rails already. We've made too many mound mound visits. You see the small hole beneath uh, the big hole? That's well. I'm not going to say that. This is a family show, Patrick Harris. Hey, I'm just trying to help Look, you out. Lynch is gone, and we've already got a new rail. Joe, you're going to have to hold it together. Uh, it's America's pastime. We're eating Cracker Jacks, dr- drinking beer, and you're right? dropping lines like that. We d- oh, come on. Here we are. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome into the hey, hot hey, corner. Portland. Hot corner. Welcome in. Back, 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 I, I was back, in the back, shift. Back, back, I left the hot corner, and I shifted. I was playing. I was playing lower right field for a minute. But I'm back. I'm back at my normal position. The rover. Let's, Were you the rover? The was, four-man outfield. I was the rover. Do you remember in softball they had they painted the line, and like when a when a woman like in you ever play co-ed softball? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They used to, and this is I don't know if they still do. I'm guessing they don't anymore. But back in the olden days, like they used to in co-ed softball, they would paint a line in the outfield, and then you couldn't come up like so if it was a. a Oh, I see, I see. You couldn't come up all the way and play, like... Shallow. Yeah. You had to stay behind the line. And then the best is, like, I played with some some women that could really... Like, really way better, rake. Way better hitters than I were. Yeah. And then you'd get one of those on your team, and, like, first game of the year, everybody out there, all the chauvinists out in the outfield would scoot up. they get right then, at that line. And then somebody would rip it over their head, and it'd be awesome. So that's what I was doing just then. I was at the line. I was shallow. I was out of position. 
Now I'm back. Let's do this. I'm ready. Let's play two. Well, the text line agrees with you, 503-250-1080. They absolutely still do that. It's the worst. Oh, boy. Well, because, like, John, were you one of those people, like, if you played softball, you walk up? Because you're a big guy. You walk up, and they're like, scoot back. Oh, yeah. Scoot back. Right? And then I hit a six-hopper to third. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, got it, baby. (laughs) Right? They throw me out. So... Yes, no, I and I, I have th- never experienced that. I'm sure you're shocked by that. No, no one ever a, said back it up, right? And then, uh, so they still do that, huh? The, the listeners are saying they still do that. That's what they say, and I, I, tr- I trust them. They're the police of this show. Yeah, I haven't played softball for a long time, so I, I didn't know if that was something that, you know, we kind of figured out. Probably, you know, I don't know that that's not fair, or that's sexist, sure, sure. And they got rid of it, but apparently, apparently, they're still going with you it. You know, I've been trying to play co-ed softball for a few years now with some friends that do it for a local business that I frequent. And uh, I can never do it because their games are always on Wednesdays. Oh, and here you are. Well, you could be like Mike Lynch and just do whatever you want. Nope, that's not me. He has a show tonight and yet not here. His name is in the show. Yes. And he does not come. Tomorrow, I'm doing the Beers on Us podcast with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris without Mike Lynch. He just decides he doesn't, it's inconvenient for him. Yep. I'm out. So I'm going to the bullpen. We went to the bullpen today, although you are the scheduled starter. Well, I'm coming out of the, I'll get you three outs. Yeah, but I'm going to need you to get me like 27. No, no, I can't. Look, you're going to have, we're going to need an opener. I'll tell you that right now. And we're going to have to get five from somebody. It won't be me. <laughs> but if you use me strategically, I will get you three outs. That's all that? I can practice. You hear that, Joe? You're going to have to carry some weight tonight. As <laughs> well, Joe shovels Cracker Jacks into his focus mouth. In, focus. <laughs> me and Mike, I had to do a whole show without you, which I felt went pretty well last week. Good. Yeah, Mike said it was great. So, you know. My shoulders are feeling good. Got nine holes in. I'm loose. I'm ready. All right. I feel bad because Mike was telling me he was like, you know, we're let's be serious for a moment. We were off the air back in the back in our our desks, and Mike, I was like, how was the show yesterday? He was like, it's actually really good. Like some of the best stuff me and Joe have ever done. I was nice. like, awesome, dude. I'll go back and listen to it. I forgot until this moment that I haven't listened oh, to it. Boy, well, it's definitely not happening now. <laughs> <laughs> Statute of limitations is over. <laughs> yeah. On that. You're Once done. you get past that one week. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I want to. I mean, well, you've been really dropping the ball. We didn't even pick, pick our all-star teams. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I'm so defeated about that. I know. I, 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 I was, should be. I was in, uh, my, my brother got married in Chelan. Uh, over the Fourth of July, lovely. It's a lovely part of Lo- the lovely part of the Northwest. One of the most beautiful places in the state of Washington, which is weird because it's not forested, but it's still just so gorgeous up there. And he got married, and I think it was the 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 night before his wedding. I was at like a bar, or I turned the TV on, or something like that, and they had an all star selection show, and I was like, oh, they're going to tell me like who's in first place in voting, and then we'll vote next week. And it was like, no, Vladdy Jr. has the most votes. And I was like, oh, good for him. I didn't realize it was the selection show. That's it. You missed it. And so I, for the first time in probably 10, 15 years, I did not vote for the All-Star game. None. But apparently it didn't matter because anybody I would have voted for didn't play anyway. Do they really even, like, I'm old enough to remember, like, 
back in the day when they like passed out the ballots. You had to go to the ballpark you to do it. You had to be at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. The famous would, Cincinnati Reds stuffing the ballot yes. thing. And you would sit <clears> there and the ushers would come by and they would send you down the literal paper ballots. Mm-hmm. And you would take a little pen <clears> or pencil or your key and and you had to punch out the little Chad mm-hmm. and and literally vote for the All-Star like that. That was fantastic. And I know, I know they don't do that anymore, but they should. I don't know why we don't do that. I I think I mean obviously I, I know mean, we have the internet we know the obvious yes, answers yes but I would like to petition that we should go back to that or they should carry more weight right that like the online voting is twenty five percent and the player voting is another twenty five percent yeah but the stadium voting is fifty percent I didn't the one thing I didn't hear this year and usually you do is I did maybe you guys did I didn't hear a lot of snub talk like oh so and so got snubbed and so. Um, and, and then watching the game last night, I thought it was pretty entertaining. And I never felt like, oh, somebody should be here that isn't here. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe we don't know what we're talking about. And then they got it right. Maybe they got it right and the voting works and they got the <clears> people <throat> that should be there. And, and there you go. Yeah, it is a wild concept. I do want to get into the game a little bit and the home run derby and such uh, throughout the show. And then just kind of a recapping how the, the season has gone. Obviously, we have you here, so we'll talk some Mariners as well. Um, but that, yeah, that's the interesting thing. And, and the, the, I watched the game last night too, and I was thoroughly entertained classic all-star game. And I mean, classic all-star game in the fact that the American league can hit and the national league can't. And that's just how we do things. Does it blow your mind that since 1997, the national league has won three times. It blows my mind. 1990. I got married in 1997 (laughs) and, and we're coming up on 24 years. Yeah. And since that time, since our wedding, three times the National League. That's crazy. Because <laughs> that lineup, I mean, they're loaded. It's not like they're bad players. Those guys right. are loaded. They just can't get over the hump in the All-Star game, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Oakley Doakley. Well, like I said, we got a big show lined up for you. Uh, Joe, you want to play fair or foul tonight? No? You know, I just feel like that's stealing a segment away from Big John. I agree, I agree, I agree. Three outs is what I told you. I, <laughs> I You're going to need some filler. I will get you three outs tonight, guaranteed. Outside of that... My arm could fall off. And any excuse I can take to take a night off from fair or foul, <laughs> I'll I'm, use it. I'm with you, Joe Fish. I'm with you on this one. We'll skip that this week, and we'll just kind of chat all baseball <clears throat> with John in the house. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm there. John's there. Joe's there. Uh, Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow. It's going to be me and my good friend Brian Cook coming in to sit in for Mike Lynch. So we'll talk some beers. So download that wherever you get, including the Odyssey app and 1080thefan.com. 503-250-1080 is the text line. You can holler at us as you like it. Like this person says, uh, what is it? What is it? This is a family show. Have you seen what family gatherings look like at Patrick's house? This is pretty par for the course. Ding. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And they're going to do him first. All right. So when we come back, let's dive into this. The all-star game was yesterday. We have the home run derby. And I want to start there before we get into the nitty and gritty. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch, Big John Sucanic in the house on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Shout out to the texter on the uh, hot mic. We are good. How are you? We are also excellent. You know, I'm just glad that Big John's in the studio because he's like the least of my concerns as far as cursing goes. You know what? I I almost just started a blue streak. I almost just (laughs) let loose and went at it. And thankfully, I had some restraint and we didn't have an embarrassing... Can they fire someone who doesn't work here? <laughs> Could that have happened? I don't even know if you're allowed in the building, <laughs> technically. I don't, I don't know either. How many times did you do Sooks and Hazard during COVID? Uh, quite a couple, a f- t- quite, quite a few, a few. right? Yeah, right? quite a few. Mike and I were like, hey, we'd like to record this. And we brought it like for the podcast. We yeah. brought somebody in to record podcast. And they left, and we got like seven emails. You can't have unauthorized people in the building. And I was I am, like, oh, yeah, why don't you go ask Jason Sukanik how that's working I out? I am many things, and unauthorized <laughs> is one of them. So I, I feel you there. That's that's 100% true. They, they That would be an awkward meeting. Right? Uh, John, we're going to have to let you go. I don't even really work here. That's what makes this so difficult. It's my favorite line from Mean Girls. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. All right. The All-Star game was last night. The American League defeated the National League 5-2. to two. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Uh, wins the uh, All-Star game MVP, which is, a, which is a cool thing. We'll start there, which is a cool thing. All the Super pictures cool. all the pictures we've seen of him as a little kid with his dad at the All-Star game. Boy, he was a little chonk when he was a kid, too. Sure was. He, <laughs> it was a little Prince Fielder-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really cool. I, I, you know, they're continuing with the mic'd up stuff. Uh, for players on the field. I loved Fernando Tatis's reaction to Vladdy's home run. Funny. That was so great. Yeah. And we say this all the time, but I still firmly believe that baseball has this figured out. And I don't know what it's going to take for NBA, NFL to figure out something like it. But, for example, my favorite player in baseball that doesn't wear – that doesn't wear the jersey of my team is Jacob DeGrom. And he's not there. Yet I'm still absolutely captivated by this game and being entertained. Yeah. How 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 do they do this? They, how do they do this and no one else can figure it out? Well, I I part of it, I think, is part of it, I think, comes down to pretty simple logistics, right? The like you can take the 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 Major League Baseball All-Star game to me is the best All-Star game and part of that is it is actually the most like watching a baseball game. You know, you can throw out football right away. Football is physically demanding. The line doesn't do anything in want, a pro bowl. You don't want to <clears throat> like having yeah. pl- having played the game there is no, hey, guess what? For fun, <laughs> we're going to go pad up and play. That's that's not fun right and so you cannot play a pro ball that even remotely resembles an nfl football game so you throw that out now the nba you can and i know they don't want to play defense and and all that stuff but i think the nba is as close to a real game as you can get in any other sport Mm -hmm. but i agree with you i think i think baseball has done a good job for a sport that is criticized a lot Deservedly so. Deservedly so about not promoting their stars and not being willing to change and not being cutting edge. I think they've done a good job. I I will I will argue with you. I did not at first like the mic'd up player thing. Oh really? And that's just me being old man. Get off my lawn. Sure. Right. But over the last few years, as they've done it, Tatis was hilarious last night. I liked Freddie Freeman at first. God, I love when he was talking to guys and and that plays well. 
Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I had people over at my house last night, and my son was walking through the room, and he was watching it. And he laughed at what Tintis did that thing at the home run. And so I think baseball is trying to adapt and make it a little bit younger and funner. And I think with the all-star game, they've done a pretty good job. I think so too. And I think to, to, to prove that point, this is kind of the the biggest topic I wanted to ask you about when it comes to the all-star game, we'll move on to the rest of the season is I was getting really frustrated. I remember I was working. Let's see. I was doing, I did center and saint over the weekend. It was me and Luke Anderson. I was filling in for will and I had to do an update and it broke that Major League Baseball announced 11 new players going to the All-Star game because yeah. of injuries and not wanting to participate. How does that land with you? Because I'm thinking about this. It's like, I want to see Jacob deGrom versus Shohei Otani, right. you know, in the first inning. Like, I want to see that. I want to see deGrom throw to Otani as a hitter, and I want to see Otani be a counterpart as a pitcher to, to Jacob deGrom. And he doesn't play. And I'm kind of like, oh, man, I don't really want to watch the game now, yet I still do. Where where are you on that? Well, and and I, I totally get what you're saying, and I think there is an aspect to that. You want to see the big stars. You want to see the guys that are voted in. You want to see Jacob deGrom mm-hmm. out there. I totally get that. And there is a part of me that, again, old man, get off my lawn. You know, if you're voted in, unless you're hurt, go play. Right. You know, the, the entire Houston Astros, who are cheating sons of guns, they all they all bailed, and you know you know what? Go play, right? Right? You got voted in. Go play. But I think baseball is uniquely like up until the game. I agree with you. Like ah, it would be super cool to see Degrom. Once the game started, I never once missed any of those guys because I became captivated in the guys that were there. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no Degrom, but Otani is fascinating <clears throat> to watch. Right? You know there are no Houston Astros if you're an Astro fan. But here's Vladdy. You know Vladdy. And so I think baseball Tatis is amazing to watch. And so fun. And so I think there are enough stars that once the game starts, I, at least for me, I never felt myself thinking, Oh, I wish so-and-so was here. And I would imagine most people probably were like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think if anything for that casual person that doesn't really watch baseball, but knows the all-star game is something to watch. It's, it's kind of nice for those people to see, a Jesse Winker. Right. A Max Muncie. Sure. You know, a Corbin Burns, although he did not have a great game. No. Um, it It's kind of nice to see that. Well, and, and I'm in that camp because <clears throat> I watch the Mariners every night. Right. Right. And that's just, that's just what I do. I do not watch a lot of baseball outside of the Mariners. If they're off one night, I'll flip it to what game's on ESPN or if mm-hmm. DeGrom's pitching, I'll like to tune into that. So for me... It is a chance to catch up on guys. I watch 99% of the American League. I don't watch a lot of National League. I don't either. And so it's it's a way for me <clears throat> to catch up. Oh, I get to watch Tatis play. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to watch Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I play fantasy baseball. I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Like I have Winker and Castellanos on my fantasy team. I have Castellanos, They're yeah. carrying me mm-hmm. this year. But I haven't watched them play once. <laughs> You know, I've seen highlights and I follow their stats because they're on my fantasy team. So for me, it was fun to watch those guys and and watch them play. And I think that's part of the allure of the All-Star game. Now, I'm old enough that I remember pre-Interleague and the All-Star game was the only chance. Yeah, other than the World Series, but that's team versus team. Right, that you you got a chance to see those guys. And that's watered down a little bit now because Interleague is so... 
Like the Mariners yeah. play the Padres six times a year. So yeah. I get to see Tatis a few times a year. Cleveland opened with Cincinnati two years right. ago, and I was like, what is going but on? But for me, the novelty hasn't worn off. I still like seeing guys I don't re- I don't see very often. I still like watching the National League guys. I still like seeing the big stars that I don't get to see regularly because of my baseball habits. And for me, that's a ton of fun, and it makes the All-Star game enjoyable. I wanted to see Dave Roberts take more jabs at uh, Kevin Cash. <laughs> Right. I could have watched that. I could have watched that duo all night. Be like, hey, man, how you doing? You think I should pull this guy right now? And see, that's fun. (laughs) Like, that is fun. And Cash is laughing. And And, and he should, right? Exactly. It's an exhibition. I thought baseball, for a sport that is criticized for not being flexible, I thought the thing they did with Otani, changing the rule to let him come out as the DH, but stay in the, or come out as the pitcher, stay in the game and Mm -hmm. hit. That's awesome, right? He's yep. the face of baseball right now. They want to see him. So there are signs that baseball is is trying, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think that's a good thing. And in a format like the All-Star game, I think it worked. I think it worked, too. Did you see that the All-Star game was the first free broadcast of Major League Baseball in Japan in, like, four, 30 years? No, I did not. I yeah, did so not if, you wa- if you the watch... The Otani factor? If you watch Major League Baseball in Japan, you got to pay for it. Whether it's, you know, you just part of your cable package or what. Right. But it's, yeah, it's the first time Major League Baseball has been free, free cable, free access in like 30 years. I imagine, I didn't see what the last time was, but I would think maybe like Hideo Nomo. Yeah. I, something like I'm, that, maybe. I'm kind of surprised Ichiro was such a big deal. They didn't do something like that yeah, during, but, during Ichiro's heyday. But, but it's the Otani factor. Yeah. He's batting leadoff and he's the starting pitcher. It's He is he's pretty impressive right now. Now, officially on the record, I hate him. <laughs> of course, you have to. I just want to go on record. You have to. Say that. I hate him. But he is fascinating and, and deserve of all the excitement and praise surrounding him. Well, if it makes you feel any better, as, as a forced hater of Otani... He is so good that the Angels only draft pitchers now. <laughs> I saw that. 20 for 20? That would suck. Crazy. I would hate to live in that life. Well. Somebody asked me, they were like, why are the Angels so... Somebody that doesn't watch baseball, they were like, the Angels have Mike Trout and Albert Pujols and Justin Upton. I know Pujols is in LA. And Justin Upton and Shohei Otani now. Why are they so bad? And I'm like, well, they had a string of really bad contracts and they have no player development of pitchers. Then it dawned on me. I was like... Oh, that was Jerry DePoto. Yeah. He did all that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that. Hey, up. but you guys look good now. Hey, we there's hope. There's, there's hope. hope in the Emerald City. There's hope in the Emerald yes, City. Yes, I'm and sure I, we'll talk about and that. Yeah, and I do want to get in the Mariners. We'll do that at the at at the top of the eight o'clock hour. But what interests you know, the All-Star game is is so great. And I love that it's mid-season. You know, I think I think a lot of people I think things would be a lot more fun if people embraced it. A little more as a sure. mid-season thing. Sure. You know, the NBA talks about wanting to do a mid-season tournament. That's just a cash grab. Nobody cares. Teams like Orlando are going to win that. Because it's like, whose scrubs are better than whose scrubs? Let's right. just watch D-League. Um, but <clears throat> I totally lost my train of thought. Anybody? Got anything? Anything? <laughs> no, just, just... I'm dead. No, just... <laughs> but just to echo what you're saying, I, and I <clears throat> and I think... Um, I think just the entire package that surrounds the All-Star game. The Home Run Derby is great. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't even get to watch it. I, I was on the river, so I didn't even get to see anything. Yeah, the Home Run Derby is great. It's very popular, and, and it's fun. And then the All-Star game is fun. I wish – it kind of feels like they – Yeah, I wouldn't mind some kind of – hockey does this, and there was some stuff going around the internet recently. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the footage going around of the Korean baseball skills thing that they do? 
Like if no. they're all star game in Korea, they like they do, they the do like a skills challenge. Like they put targets on the field and then they bunt, and they try to like see who can bunt the most accurate bunt. And like the fans are going nuts. Like standing ovation. They have little targets like down the third base line. That is unbelievable. Down the first base line. I damn near don't believe you. It's hundred percent. It sounds true. too good to be true. No. And then I think it would be cool <clears throat> if they're in addition. I mean, they do the celebrity softball thing. I whatever. But in addition to the home run derby, I think it would be cool to kind of have a skills challenge. We've all seen those videos of like Ichiro standing in right field and there's a there's a garbage can at home plate and he's throwing balls in. Mm-hmm. Like, show us that. Yeah. You know, put these guys out in right field and have a target at home and let's see them, you know, throw lasers. Who's got the cannon? Let's you see can that. name it the cannon award right? or, or something sta- like that. Stand at second base and put some pop bottles across the out the center field fence and have guys you know, try to hit the ball and knock him off or the buddy, the bunting thing. I think that would be really cool. Who can run from home to home the fastest, right? Speed. You're t- and, and hockey does a really good job of this. Hockey has a really cool skills challenge at their all-star game where they do stuff like that. Who's the fastest skater targets on the net. Who can, who's the most accurate. They, they do uh slap shots and measure how hard, you know, put throw, the, throw BP up there and, you know, launch angle and exit velocity is such a big deal. Oh, yeah, that's let's, right. Yeah. Let's let these guys just swing from their heels and see who can hit the ball the hardest. Should we give Should we give guys uh, some spider tack and say who can get the best spin rate on their ball? <laughs> right? Maybe. Garrett Cole's like, look how good I am. And it's like, oh. Maybe not the best year <laughs> to bring that in. But, you know. Uh, your your point is well taken. Anyway, <laughs> the entire package around the All-Star game I think is fantastic. I think it's fun. I think the fans like it. Mm-hmm. My wife does not follow baseball at all. Right. She watched a couple innings of the All-Star game. She was paying attention to what was going on. And enjoyed on. herself. Yeah, it was just kind of a fun kind of a fun thing. And part of why she enjoyed it was the, you know, the players mic'd up and the banter and they're focusing on Otani and all that stuff. So I think baseball has has done a good job with the All Star Game. I think it's popular. I think it's relevant, and I I mean I enjoy it, but I'm in their demographic, right? But I think they do a good job with it. All right, that'll wrap it up for the All Star Break. Well, what I want to get into next is take a look around the league and see where we sit halfway through the season. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch, Big John in the house. But first, here's Joe with sports. is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 the fan 736 here Portland sports leader 1080 the fan we are live from the poop filled Willamette some smooth jazz intro here or something what is this this is Justin Timberlake what is he bringing sexy back right now at the hot corner that's uh, why I started laughing. You're like, ooh, smooth. Who is what this? Is, what I'm is like, that? You are not going to believe this. I do not believe this. <laughs> this song I, This song is called uh, That Girl. This is how baby making's done. And he goes, <laughs> I'm in love with that girl. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard this song, but that's, that was some soulful intro. The right chorus there. goes, so what? You're from the other side of the track. So what? The world don't think we match. I'll put it down but like, like my love's on wax. Guess what? I'm in love with that girl. What? Like what? Who's this guy? She's yeah. in love with me. <laughs> who's, the, who's this guy? It's a great song. If I'm on the bus right now, I'm getting up and moving seats. <laughs> I'll tell you right there. If Patrick just starts belting that out, 
right there. I'm getting up and moving seats on the Max. I'll I tell you that right now. I didn't now. even give you the good version, man. That's just that's just me being humble. Uh, let's <clears throat> let's just we're we're all better for having heard that. And let's move on. Yeah, I didn't even give you the goods. Like the goods are because I'm in love with that girl. <laughs> And she's in love with me. Yeah, dude. Right. After man, Timberlake, dude. All right. I feel like with Patrick's voice, he'd be very good at the "What's up, all you dreamers out there?" <laughs> right? Yeah, we're about to get soulful in this beast. <laughs> at the very beginning of that song, he goes, "There's a, there's like a club owner, and he's like, all right, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, JT and the Tennessee Kids. We're changing the name of the hot corner, kids. We're now the <laughs> Quiet Storm." <laughs> With Patrick Harris. Mike Lynch may or may not be here. <laughs> JT walks up to the mic. He goes, thank you for coming out tonight. Turn up the radio and fill your glass. We're going to have ourselves a good time tonight. <laughs> you know what I would say is <laughs> draw yourself a nice warm bath. <laughs> pour yourself a nice glass of Cavathier. Can I buy you a fifth sandwich? <laughs> I, I once met the great Tim Meadows in this very studio. You know, I've he heard. He sat right there. I've heard this story a thousand in, times, and I love it every time. Was he dressed and in, in the full Leon Phelps? No, he was not. But I knew I was Damn doing it. the show with Isaac, and I knew that Meadows was going to be in studio. So I went. Now I'm not a drinker, right? That's that's well known on the st- on the station. You like your Dr. Peppers. So. I went to the liquor store, and I purchased a bottle of Corvassier, <laughs> and I brought it in. To see if Tim Meadows would sign it. Have you not heard this story, Joe? I, I, it's ringing some bells. Oh, it's yeah. so good. And the funny part was, is like, I'm at the liquor store, and I had no, like, I was a pilgrim <laughs> in an unholy land. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Excuse what, me, ma'am. Do you know where that Corvassier stuff is? I don't is? know what it is. I don't know where it's at or how much it's located. So I asked. Don't know the, what style it is. Not a clue. Nothing. Not a clue. So I asked the lady. The lady saw me standing around and she's just going to help you, sir. With this dumbfounded look on totally. your face. Totally. I'm just like walking up and down the aisle. Like, what? Sir, can I see your ID? Right? And, I, and she said to me, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm looking for a bottle of Corvassier. And she's like, oh, okay. So she takes me over to the section, and there's like 75 different kinds, <laughs> right? And I'm like, and like some are $80, some are $5. And I'm like, and I'm just standing there, and she goes, well, do you know what kind you want? And I'm like, no, I have no clue, but I don't want to spend a bunch of money. And she says, well, what are you? What are your plans for the evening? And I said, draw a nice warm bath. Well, I told her. I said, are you? Are I said I'm gonna take this bottle and and I'm gonna go get it autographed by the ladies' man. And she was like, excuse me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here, just buy this, buy one, this one. Buy this one and leave. And like people are like, what? Like what's going on? And here's the funny. Here's the funniest part. So I go to check out, and there's a lady behind me. And she's an older lady, and I said to the 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 clerks, I sold is like thirty five bucks for whatever I bought, and the and the lady says, "Do you want the receipt?" And I said, "Well, I don't know. Can I return it? Because I'm thinking if Meadows, oh, won't, yeah. if Meadows won't sign it, what are you going to do with this? Bottle? I don't want it. Right, right. right? I'm not going to drink it. I don't want it. <laughs> so I asked her. I'm like, "Well, can I return it?" And she looked at me like. Nobody returns booze at the liquor store. Like, what? Why would you return it? And the lady behind me, and and I'm at this time, I, I you know, I'm mid forties. This lady was at least ten or fifteen years older than me. She looks at me and she kind of smiled and she goes, "If your plans don't work out, just give me a call." <laughs> like she, was, she felt so bad that whatever I was doing with the liquor might not work out. 
that she was like, all right, I'll drink it with you. She's like, I like those cheeks. Let's I'll go. come over. So anyway, I came in here. We interviewed him. He was super cool. I had the bottle. I said, hey, would you mind signing it? Couldn't have been any nicer. Autographed it. I got a cool <clears> picture with him. It's in my, uh, it's in my, on my shelf in my man room at home. Bottle of Corvassier autographed by the ladies, man. One of my favorite things. You know, that's such a great idea. I think if some, you know, like working here and, you know, back in the day, we used to have people come in from time to time and, you know, Isaac and, and your brother have always talked about the Scott Weiland story right. and things like that. And you hear, oh, Tim Meadows is going to be in. You're like, oh, I'm in the building that day. Yep. Oh, man, I want to get an autograph. I, it's pretty smooth by you to think of a bottle of Cavassier. Right. Because, honestly, as a bartender and an alcoholic and a diehard <laughs> fan of the ladies' man skit, right. I don't know if I would have thought of that. I think I would have just been like, can I get a picture and have him sign it on a napkin? Well, and part of that is just my, you know, I collect, right? I have, right, a, I right. have a collection. and So you have that brain going. And at some point, you know, like I have hundreds of 8x10s and I have a million baseballs. And so there are different things that I look for that I'm like, that would be kind of, like I have a bowling pin signed by Jeff Bridges, See, Big that, Lebowski. That's that's amazing. I would again not think of that. I, I would a, think I would think of like an empty carton of half right. and half. At I have best, a, I have a best. fighter pilot helmet from Top Gun that's Iceman's helmet. I have Val Kilmer signed it. You know, so stuff like that mixed into my collection, mm -hmm. I think is super fun. So the bottle of Corvass to me, when I think of Tin Meadows, I think of you know the ladies' man, mm -hmm. and it just was like it would be super cool if he would sign the bottle of Corvassier for me. And he did. Couldn't have been any nicer. It was, it was awesome. Did it look like he had never done it before? You or did what? it look like he had signed bottles of Cavassier So I before? asked him that question. Uh -huh. I said, because I also kind of like having something that is rare. Nobody, of course, of course. Nobody does very much of. And so I asked him when he signed it during the commercial, I said, do you sign a lot of these? And he said, I've signed a few, not a, not a ton. So you're like I, one of eight. I, I was on the rarer side of an item. And he, like I said, couldn't have been any nicer. Got a cool picture with him. Um, you know, he was, he was pretty, he even did the voice for me a little bit when he, when he said he would uh, sign it. So couldn't have big Tim Meadows fan. Couldn't have been any nicer. I love, I love Tim Meadows and I love the stuff he did on SNL. I also love his role in mean girls. Oh, So good. Um, So I think I would, if I ever meet Tim Meadows, I think I want Tim Meadows to sign either a baseball bat or mm. a shell of a hand arm cast. Yes. Because he's the principal, and halfway through the movie, he just has a cast for no reason, which makes me laugh hysterically because you have those random memories in high school yeah. when, like, a teacher that you had all four years but your sophomore year blew out their ACL playing pickup basketball, and you remember them on a crutch. I'm, I met the great uh, Carl Weathers, oh. Apollo Creed. Woo! Right. Woo! And one of my favorites. And talking to me, baby. And I got I got a boxing glove signed. Right. And he signed it. Apollo Creed, you know, King of Sting and couldn't have been any happier. But I was so focused on getting the boxing glove mm -hmm. that I, I missed out a guy in line at this convention, like four behind me, brought in the wooden hand <gasps> from Happy Gilmore. And you were like. Dang I was it, like, why oh, didn't I that's think of that? That's such a good idea. And he even had the like the, the, the it, finger chopped yes, off. Yes, he had the finger missing. After it got ran over. And he had like some tape on there. And so <clears> he <throat> had the wood hand and he had Carl Weathers sign oh, the wood goodness. hand. So that, like, I'm like, oh, that 
That would miss that a, one. I still love the boxing glove. Right, right. But the wooden hand from Happy Gilmore would have been nice. Whenever a celebrity comes into town and you know you're gonna have a meeting, you know you're gonna have a chance to meet them. You just power through their I discography. Do. I do that Whatever all the time. It is. Yeah. I totally do that. What's the best route? I totally do that. Oh, that's so. Good. I look for something cool to get signed, and then I try to get it signed. It's it's uh, part of why I love collecting. It's super nerdy. My brother makes fun of me, but I love it, and I think it's great. Oh man. Oh, man. I've t- I tell you, John, I've heard that story a thousand times, and I love it every time. Well, listen, you come to the hot corner, and you don't know what you're going to get. You think we're going to talk Mariner bullpen, and next thing you know, you're getting Leon Phelps for a segment. You just threw. You don't know. You just threw four straight 100-mile-an-hour sliders. Right? One was fouled off, but you struck the guy out. I don't even out. need spider. I told you I'd get you three outs. You struck the guy out. There's, there's one right there's there. There's one out right With there. With spider tack. That's one out right, right there. there. I don't care if you cheat. Just don't get caught. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we'll take a look around the league and see where we are at the halfway point in the Major League Baseball season. This is the Hot Corner, the Big John in the house on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 750 here. Mike decided to ditch us because he's got friends all of a sudden. Yeah, I didn't what, know that. What, hey, where are you going to be? I'm going to go be with my friends. That's kind of a slap in the face to us. I became friends with Mike Lynch five years ago, and I thought I, I was just being nice. I thought the poor kid didn't have friends. I, you know what? I think <clears> it's kind of, I think at that point, you got to make something up, right? Yeah. Like, I got to do something, or, you know, I have an appointment, or. Yeah. You know, oh man, take I would my you... dog to the vet. I'm gonna go be with my other friends. <laughs> What'd eh. you do this weekend? Oh, I had such a great weekend. I like went to the park and was hanging out with all my friends. I have so many friends, right? When you actually have no friends, come on, Lynch. Uh, I want to take a quick look around, uh, around the league in Major League Baseball and just kind of see where we sit and kind of maybe mention some. Some surprises and things like that, and we'll start. Uh, we'll start off in the American League. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I just want to. There's some interesting things. Um, do you know that tied for the best record in the American League is the Boston Red Sox? I was just. I do know. I was just talking about this. Boston, as a long-suffering Mariner fan, uh-huh. it just and irks, me as a longtime Boston Red Sox hater, it just irks me <clears throat> that the Red Sox win the World Series in eighteen. Mm-hmm. And then they are complete garbage for two years. Complete garbage. Total garbage. They trade away their best player. One of the top five player in baseball. For nothing. For you and me. For nothing. And yet, oh, here we are. We're good again. It drives me nuts. I can't help but think there is a uh, correlation here. Alex Cora is back. Maybe uh, uh, maybe got they got uh, uh, some new watches, some new binoculars, new if buzzing, you know, uh, new buzzing, if you know what I mean. Uh, that absolutely blows my mind. I've been talking, Mike and I have been talking about this all season, and I'm just like, this has to stop at some point. It drives me nuts. Right, it has to stop at some point. That they that they can do that. Can you name three starters in their rotation? Uh, no, me neither. No, and John, we're baseball guys. Right, we play fantasy. Yes, and I can't name three pitchers in no. their starting rotation. No, no, I can't. I know Devers and Martinez and a couple of other guys. I don't know any Xander pitchers. Bogarts. Yeah, I don't know any of pitchers. Yeah, but and yet here they are. Jackie Bradley's not there anymore. Right, and and you can't. The thing that is double edged sword for Red Sox haters is I can't even really be that mad because it means the Yankees aren't in first place <laughs> and they sit in fourth place right now. Right. 
uh, tied on percentage with Toronto, but they've played two more games from looking at the standings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Slide into the central. The White Sox are ahead by Cleveland. Not ahead a of huge Cleveland. surprise. Not a huge surprise by eight games. What's really weird about this division as a Cleveland fan is the White Sox lead in the central goes from eight games to two games about once every two weeks. <laughs> It's like they're playing an NBA game. Yeah, I can't tell if the White Sox are streaky or if the Indians are streaky or if they both just kind of suck. Well, the it's not a surprise that the White Sox are good, but they have had some injuries, especially yes. with their lineup. Mm-hmm. And and they were able to overcome that. And I know I've seen them play a few times because Seattle has has uh, played them twice already. Um, that's That's a good team. That's not smoke and mirrors. That's a good team. That's a good team, uh, despite the fact that I think their manager is probably holding them back. But, you know, when the owner is homies with the manager, I the guess worst. I guess that's what we do. Surprise in, this, in that division by far is Minnesota. They have to be the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball. Uh, to be as good as they were last year and have a minus 57 run differential. They're 39 and 50 with no signs of being any good. Nelson Cruz will be on someone else's team in a second. Seattle. Josh Donaldson's right behind him. Um, this team, Rogers is going to go somewhere else. That team is not very good. Slide to the West. The cheaters are in first. I'm shocked. I tell you, shocked. Yeah, oh, no. Unfortunately. Weird, weird. Oakland's going to be the interesting case to watch for they just because are. Oakland always does Oakland things. I love their, I love a lot of their pitching staff. It's like always, can they get their hitting together? Chapman's been hot lately. Olsen can give you something, but it's everybody else that's going to have to figure it out. They usually find a way. It's frustrating. As yeah. a as an opposing team fan in the division, it's frustrating. But And then there's the Angels who, for some reason, they have like the worst pitching staff. Do you know their run differential is only minus 26? I I am. For they, as much as they hit, I thought that number would be bigger. The Yeah, the Angels are... That's a that's an interesting test case right there. You would think again. I know Trout's been out. Right. I, I think he's getting ready to come back. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's they're taking when you pay a guy four hundred forty million dollars, you take your time. Right. And I and I think and they're not playing for anything right now anyway, which is weird. But um, yeah, with Trout out, I know. But Trout and Otani and they just and people. One of the things with Otani, like people act like this is he's burst on the scene. Brand, this is his fourth year, yeah, in baseball, and he mm-hmm. has. I know he's been hurt, yep, but he hasn't been that good. No, he's really at no point in the last three years have I ever thought, like, oh, I need to go watch Otani play. I agree. It's only been this year. I mean, let's not forget he has more strikeouts himself right. than strikeouts he's thrown. Right. Like, the guy swings. Do you know he doesn't take batting practice? I saw that last that night. Weird? I saw them say that. that he, does, he does. I heard that. I read an article about it, like, two weeks ago. Last like, night during the game, they were talking to him, or maybe during the home run derby. They he, were recently during the All-Star break, they were talking to him, and he said through his interpreter that he takes batting practice in spring, and then the rest of the season he just does work in the cage. How does Joe Madden not be like, go? Dude, weird get out there well i mean you can't argue with the results this year uh a small question we don't got a lot of time because we're up against it and i do want to get into the mariners when we come back i might argue that right now it'd probably be more frustrating to be an angels fan than a mariner fan right now today right yes. now today yes and, and most, 100%. mostly because you'd be like well no you can you can go to a angels game and you got an otani jersey on with everyone you got a mike trout jersey on with everyone you got two amazing players and you suck yeah like, no, I totally that's like agree. Texas A Rod stuff. I totally agree. You with know, you. it's like I got the best player in the world 
who's cheating out of his mind, but he's the best player in the world winning MVPs. I got his jersey. I've had, I got an autographed bat. I got his batting helmet. He once shook my hand. And we are, we have 95 losses. Totally agree. I, I think right now, today, uh, it would be more frustrating to be an Angels fan. I think you look at that lineup. And, and and you said it's not just those two, right? I know Pujols is gone now and he would decline, but mm-hmm. they had him for 10 years. Yeah. You know, Upton is still pretty good. They signed Rendon yep. to a huge deal. I like Darren Fletcher a lot. Fletcher is amazing. Mm-hmm. And not, nothing. 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 We and just named five big league yeah, hitters that most teams would die to have. Nothing. And they're garbage. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't begrudge. I hate the Angels, but I don't begrudge their fans <laughs> right now because I would be frustrated too. All right, we'll take a look at the National League in the 8 o'clock hour. But first, we must do it as we always do at 8 o'clock when John's in the house to discuss the state. We'll have John deliver his State of the Union address. It's, here's a teaser. It's not too shabby. <laughs> it's not too it's shabby. Not too shabby. We got John on the bump. Get it. Get it. We need a big second out from you coming up here in the eight o'clock hour. This is ground ball. This is the hot corner on ten eighty. The fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.